Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all games, public enemies who try to destroy our America. risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. And now, tonight's episode of the Green Hornet. Lenore Case, secretary to Britt Reed, publisher of the Daily Sentinel, looked up as Michael Axford warily entered the office and sank with a sigh of relief into a chair. Uh, oh, me poor feet are killing me that they are, Casey. I may can't be such a cold. I can hardly talk. <laughs> what on earth have you been doing all afternoon, Axford? Oh. What made you so tired? Oh, walking, Casey. Walking me legs off trying to check up on them 20 neediest families the Daily Center took care of last Christmas. The sweet idea that we should find out how they're making out this year. Well, what did you find out about? Well, not just this, Casey. Would you believe it? I went to nine of them places. Most of them are better off than I am myself. Well, what do you mean? Just that. Six of the families I visited were living in solid comfort, with the houses fixed up, plenty of food, and stuff like that. Really? Well, it's strange. As I remember, each of those 20 families was in dire need a year ago. Most of them have been on our list for several years. Are you sure you're not telling me a thing I don't know, Casey? But someone seemed to have struck it lucky somehow during the past year. But it won't be needing our help any longer. Well, I'm glad they've been so fortunate, <laughs> even if I can understand how it happened. Yes. I go down to the city room. If we need one, please let me know. Oh, wait a minute, Axford. What do you want? Do you have a list of the families you visited? Oh, sure. They got it right here. There you are. Oh, thanks. Uh, the ones with the little closet beside it were the families that seemed to have plenty of dogs to get along on. Oh, good. I'll give this list to Mr. Reed. Do what you like with it. But I'm sure clapping around. If he can't take it. Oh, Oh, that's too bad. They're such nice big ones, too. Uh, you and your corny jokes. You uh, get that, Casey. Big teeth, corny jokes. <laughs> that's a snappy come back for you. You get out of here. <laughs> oh, what a guy. <laughs> well, I'll take this list to Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed. What is it, Casey? Astrid came in and brought this list with him. A list? Yes. Mr. Gunnigan sent him out to investigate the 20 neediest families. The ones from the Sentinel helped last year. Oh, yes. And this is a list of the families that Axford visited this afternoon. Nine of them. There's something about that list that was peculiar. Well, what do you mean? Well, those names marked with little crosses seem to have struck it rich, according to Axford. At least they're all living in solid comfort. Really? Let's see. Oh, yeah. And six names marked that way. That's right. Oh, tell me, uh, do you still have the case histories on these families? Yes, sir. I have them in my files. Well, leave them on my desk in the morning. I'll go over them when I get a chance. Oh, by the way, you might as well read out those Axford found in good condition. They won't be needing our help this Christmas. All right. You know, it seems strange to me that six of the neediest families a year ago managed to come out so well this year. Well, personally, I'm glad to know they could do it. Oh, I am, too. I was just surprised, that's all. Well, they probably had more gumption than the rest. 
Some of those families have been on our list for several years. I know. And I'll be interested to find out if any of the fortunate six have been on our list for any length of time. Well, so will I. Well, I'm going to call it a day in this case. I'll see you in the morning. Yes, sir. Good night. Good night. Yes, sir, I'll leave right now. 
and I'll be back before 5 o'clock. Funny to me. Yes. 
might not be a coincidence, actually. What then? Well, if I knew, I'd tell you. Say no. Maybe I'd better tip Sarge off to do a little investigating. To my way of thinking, all them guys that went to jail were in the same gang. And their wives know where they left some hidden stolen money. There, there you are. That settles the whole thing. Well, not exactly. As a matter of fact, though, there may be some connection between all those confessed crooks and some one man or some group on the outside. You got something there, Reed? Well, maybe. Mr. Reed, I was just thinking. Uh, Go on, Miss Casey. Well, wasn't that raggedy race Spencer involved in the payroll holdup case before Hooker confessed? Oh, he's cool. Do you think Spencer's pulling something, Reed? Well, what I think doesn't matter. The main thing is that the police get proof. And from what I've learned about Ray Spencer, if he is connected with Hooker and the others, getting proof against him is not going to be easy. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. After finding out that several men from the neediest families in the city had confessed to crimes and gone to prison, with the result that their families began receiving money, Britt Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, waited patiently for the result of the police investigation. It was several days later when Axford phoned from police headquarters. Hello? This is Axford. Well, what's up? I'm down at top headquarters. I was just talking to about that investigation. Well, what's the result? Reed, I can't get anything out of any of those people. And Ray Spencer is laughing their faces when they question him. Well, Spencer may not be involved, but if he is, as I said before, getting proof will not be easy. Sarge says he thinks there's something funny about the whole setup, too. But it's all so tight, they can't break it. I see. Well, if they do get any sort of a lead, let me know. Sure, he That I will. See you later. So long. Goodbye, actually. Hmm. Looks like it will take unorthodox methods, sir. I'll call Cato on the private line. Cato, I have a job for you to do. What I should do? You know Ray Spencer? Ray Spencer? Right. And he has his office there. I want you to take the small coupe and go over there, Shadow Spencer. Get to know by sight the men close to him. Be careful. What I try to find out? Find out if Spencer or one of his men pays a weekly visit to the slum district. Yes, sir. I watch carefully. Good. Report to me as soon as you find out anything. Goodbye, Kato. Goodbye, Mr. Briggs. It was almost 6 o'clock the following afternoon when Britt Reed returned to his office from a board meeting at the Civic Club. Any messages for me, Miss Case? Uh, yes, sir. Cato phoned and said to tell you that he had a very special dinner waiting for you tonight and wants you to be sure and come home. Oh, well, fine. Anything else? These letters are to be answered. Well, they can wait. And Ashford phoned with a brilliant idea. Well, let's have it. Well, he wants money to buy toys and to hire a Santa Claus outfit so he can appear at Santa at the settlement house on Christmas Eve. That I'd like to see. (laughs) (laughs) His way with children will make up for the Irish bros, though. Tell him to go to it. And last but not least, Gunnigan's been asking for you. He wants to discuss a new setup for the city page. Well, tell Gunnigan to work it out to suit himself. I'm tired. I'm going home. I'll see you in the morning, Miss Case. Yes, sir. Good night. Good night.
Rick Reed went to his apartment where Tito, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. All right, Cato, let's have it. What did you find out? I find out big men who have flat nose and big ears always whisper her. Bodyguard, perhaps? Uh, that's what I think. This afternoon, this man, whom I learned to go by name of Virgil, leave office and go to slum area. I follow. Good. Where did he stop? He go two places. I have names and addresses here. The last place he go is out on the west side of city. Let's see those names. Tony Coretta, Water Street. And this is Marty Hooker, West End Avenue. Cato, you really did get something. You recognize names, Mr. Brick? Yes. Both of these names were on our neediest families list last year. Both Tony Coretta and Marty Hooker are in prison. And both their families are living comfortably. What all that means? It means Ray Spencer is involved in a deal somewhere. And I have a pretty good idea about the party plays. The police can't go around the law to force the issue, but the Green Hornet can. Let's go. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of the closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This building led to an adjoining building, which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as a hiding place for the sleek, superpowered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Rick Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming Black Beauty sped into the darkness. And Mrs. Hooker's. Well, Mrs. Coretta live in the middle of next block. Now turn off into the back alley. Then we'll head for Hooker's. If they react the way I think they will, Ray Spencer will be stopped once and for all. Oh, no, Dr. Clover, what will you be sitting in the house? I... I'm already inside. Close the door. 
sure, and I know you're that green harness. But there's Maggie Hooky you're backing up against her. Give me the money you received a while ago. So that's it, is it? Well, not a penny will I be given to the likes of you, so you can be taking yourself out of here right now. I'd hate to use this gun on a woman. But if you don't... Merciful heavens, I believe you would. I'm waiting. I... All right. I'll be giving it to you. Hurry. Now, quiet, the Falcon. You can have the money. But if you're scared that innocent little babe, I'll be telling you apart. Go to no gun. Here's the money, you thieving devil. Thanks. Spencer said it would be easy to get. Hold on. Did I hear you speak of Mr. Spencer? Yes. You heard me. So he sent you here. Oh, it is a filthy game to be playing on me poor husband. But to St. Pat will bear me witness, I'll turn that Spencer into the law. And you're with him, that I will. I'll call me St. Pat to be a headquarters right now. You're to win. Time for me to go. Good night, Mrs. Tucker.
exciting story of the Green Hornets.